Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard so better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five <laughs> Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Red Circle, also the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check out the new Off the Floor. The description is right here on the podcast feed, also on YouTube, and on the top of the Five Reasons Twitter. That's where you get updates from the hosts during the game, between games, 24-7 chats, all kinds of cool stuff, just $2.99 a month. That's the new Off the Floor. And now, today's episode. Down to Biscay. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. I got Brady Hawk. You can follow me at Brady Hawk 305. The Miami Heat win 118 to 113 against the San Antonio Spurs. Fifth straight win. Another win on the road on this trip. They go to Charlotte next. Players in and out hasn't seemed to matter. They fell behind again, didn't seem to matter, and there were different heroes tonight than the other night. So we'll get into that. But we've got to start here, Greg. 
Load it. And now on five on the floor, it's time for the Gamer of the Night, sponsored by Rock Esports Center, the place to eat, drink, and play all day. Host your next birthday party with them. Located at 15305 South Dixie Highway in Palmetto Bay, they've got a 5,500-square-foot state-of-the-art center equipped with all the high-end power. Play all-day passes, available for just 25 bucks. but if you mention five reasons... It's just $20. So mention five reasons or five RSN. You get to play all day for $20. And now, the gamer of the night. 39 minutes, 26 points, five rebounds, four assists, eight of 16 overall, four of seven from three. And that's after he missed, I think, his first four or his first three three point shots and his first four shots overall. Duncan Robinson was their best player tonight. And Duncan Robinson has been one of their three or four best players this season. And that is just a miraculous thing to say at this point. Because this guy's career in Miami seemed done. He was not a rotation player for long stretches of last season. He only really played in the playoffs because Hero was out and they were shorthanded. And then he ended up outplaying Max Struess. But it's the way he's playing. And Brady, I'll go to you first on this because it's like we're taking it for granted right now, but then he's elevating his play. Like he is applying more rim pressure right now than Jimmy Butler is. There's, there's just no there's no other way around it. He he is. He's making reads while in the paint. And he sing in some ways single-handedly brought them back into this game. Three different times they fell behind by double digits. Every single time they got back into it, Duncan Robinson was a part of it. Why is this happening? Well, I don't think I have the answer as to why it's happening, but it is happening. I'll say that. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, that the multiple runs because the heat, I said it on the playback. Like it was literally every time that they were making a run, it started with like a Duncan bucket, a Duncan drive a Duncan sequence of events, like everything just began with Duncan. He was the reason they got into an offensive flow with these, that certain pockets of the game in a game that started where I did not believe that there was an opportunity for them to find an offensive flow because that's how bad things looked. I was saying on playback in the first quarter, are they going to hit double digits? I did not have much confidence in that. He turned that around and 100% you're right about the rim pressure. That is the most fascinating thing about all of this because he 100% probably is a top three rib pressure guy on this team right now. Like, if you were to tell, say that to Heat fans a couple years ago, like, what, like, can you imagine what they would be thinking this player was at this stage? Because he is literally doing it off the ball, making good reads, cuts, get, kind of just getting right in the right pockets, knowing when to cut. But it's also the fact that he just simply just getting the ball at the top of the key and just, just like getting past people, like he's just making moves on people and getting to the around the rim. He had a nice floater. Uh, his finishing always is great. He's drawing fouls. Like we always talk about gravity and like the fact when he comes off a screen, he has two people in his face. Now there's gravity, but when he gets in the paint, they're helping off the corner. Like that, that's six the free throws. That's where we're getting to now. So it's just like dribble on the baseline. I didn't then, want to say he, anything for the play of the game. I was saving it, but there's two well, massive. We're going to go with someone else because there's someone else who deserves credit. But literally, we could do six play of the games on Duncan Robinson. How about when he pulled the chair on defense so that the ball ended up going out of mm. bounds? Like and you mentioned the fouls. He only had one foul. 
He's not even picking up fouls anymore. <laughs> and no so turnovers in 38 like, minutes. We can't call a foul on him. That's Jerry West. We can't call a foul on that guy. Like, it is. I mean, Brady, you hit on it. But, Greg, we got to go to you because literally everybody wanted this guy traded. Like, right. just throw him in, dump him, catch a pick. No, he's in an integral part of what they're doing. They're better off just he's more valuable to what they're doing when he's playing like this. Uh, the leap doing the two-point stuff, nobody expected. But just the fact that he's back to hitting threes, his confidence is there. For him to be able to be trusted to play 38 minutes and get through that and not be somebody who they say, oh, gosh, watch, he got hunted three possessions in a row down the stretch, etc., like that. That's the evolution of Duncan Robinson that I think is huge for this team. Uh, and he is, uh, without a doubt, the gamer of the night. Yeah, I don't think there was any question. And look, that comes, and maybe we're taking this other guy for granted now, but that comes on a night where Bam <laughs> went for 24, 11, and 6, uh, continuing his incredible run. But when he does 24, 11, and 6 going up against Wemby, and we're like, mm, okay, I mean, whatever. It, it just just is what it is. Well, meanwhile, on the other side, Wemby, who did turn it on a little bit late, but ended up uh, with 18, 11, and 7. Thank you for hitting my prize picks. Uh, seven turnovers. Don't, seven, don't forget seven that. Seven turnovers. Seven turnovers. Two of nine from three. Stands out at the three-point line too much at this stage. He missed his first seven before he made a couple. But to, to again, n not, not even sort of go to Bam because Duncan has been so tremendous. Um, and – and here's the other thing, and we will touch more on Jimmy as we go forward. But Jimmy's supposed to take these games over, or Tyler was supposed to take these games over, or Bam is supposed to take these games over. And the two guys who made the most plays for them down the stretch tonight were Duncan Robinson and the guy we're going to get to in the play of the night as we go forward here a little bit. But just to close the loop on Duncan here, okay, I'm just personally happy for the guy. I, I just am because I, I think if you've seen it wear on him over the past three years, it looked like he just didn't fit at times with this group and that they were looking for reasons to move past him. We know that there wasn't unilateral agreement in the organization about the contract. We know that Spo is the one that banged the table to keep Duncan, but even he wasn't playing him. In critical moments, like you said, Greg, couldn't play him in the fourth, looking to move him out of the rotation. And this isn't just a hero being out thing. Duncan earned a rotation spot before Tyler got hurt. Yeah. But now you're seeing like this is sustainable, I think. Maybe the shooting shooting is going to go up and down. We know that. But the playmaking is a core part of his game at this stage. And I don't really see it going away. And, and when you look at Caleb Martin coming back, we're not even considering the possibility of Duncan Robinson coming out of the rotation, even no. with Kevin and Tyler back, it's mm -hmm. going to be somebody else. It's not going to be him. There's just no way at this point. And he is, he's at very least a neutral asset at this point. And even with the contract seems like a positive asset at this stage. All right, Greg, I teed it up here a little bit, but there's another guy we should give some credit to because we talk about someone who doesn't always make plays down the stretch of games. He did tonight. Let's get to the play of the night. And now it's time for the Insurance by Lynette play of the night, sponsored by insurancebylynette.com and A Aggressive Insurance Agency. You can reach out to our friend Lynette at 954 581 
8800 that's 9545818800 or insurance with two n's and two t's your best play for auto insurance homeowners insurance condo insurance life insurance or a retirement program reach out to Lynette at insurancebylynette.com there's actually a couple of guys we should cite here because they've gotten a lot of heat from Heat fans lately, and I thought both of them gave them important minutes tonight. One of them was Drew Smith, by the way, uh, who played 27 yeah. minutes, was four of nine from the field, two of five from three, 12 points, four rebounds, three assists, was trusted with handling the ball quite a bit with Kyle Lowry sitting. We'll get into that uh, a little bit later in the pod. But also, look, I, I mean, with Josh Richardson, we- we've had this debate, it seems like, for seven years. <laughs> Before he left, and then obviously now that since he's come back, I'm like, how playable Josh is down the stretch of games? Because we talked about him as a potential closer. He really struggled to start the season, and it started to bring back memories of struggles that he had in the past when too much responsibility was put on him as a primary scorer, primary player, and mistakes were made. Let's just say, okay, stepping out of bounds, other things that he went through. Tonight, there were a couple of plays. Um, I don't know which one of them you guys want to choose tonight, but he helped put this game away tonight. Brady, which one sticks out to you? Definitely the first shot by Josh, because it was kind of the half court. It was a swing-swing. There's about like seven seconds on the shot clock, and he shoots it over Victor Webanyama. Like, he, he shoots it on a tight contest from Wemby and hits that shot out of all shots. Like, that one specifically – uh, seemed like the shot. And let me just say real quickly, because I know we want to talk about Josh, but I, I still, I, I don't know if I'm leaning Josh for play of the game with the two plays that we saw from Duncan. And now you cited them quickly, but I just want to mention, aside from the half spin baseline into the, into the lay-in, the one where he sends a pump fake on the left wing, dribbles in, pulls back to the corner, oh, yeah. pump fake sidesteps and shoots. Like he was getting in his bag tonight. So the fact that he's not playing the game is wild, but uh, credit to you for going to Josh because he has not had the loudest and brightest of moments in general. And the fact that, you know, he had that down the stretch, he had that kind of sequence of events, but that first shot I thought was big. Uh, we were talking about on playback. He had decent moments defensively in this one where he was just kind of getting in the way. Uh, felt like he was just kind of running around on the perimeter and in a game where they needed that because you make it too easy for this Spurs team to get the ball inside to these lengthy or offensive players like it's going to be you're going to have real trouble so you better kind of get cut it off of the perimeter josh did a good job of that so i thought that was a we talked about the literally yesterday we said the most important thing from yesterday's game was josh richardson why because i said he's a rhythm player like he plays Mm -hmm. off when he sees shots go in he finds a rhythm and he finds a flow that's why yesterday's game was so important i think you saw that in this game like once he saw kind of found himself a little bit he trusts his shot enough that he's going to take shots, even if it's over a Wemby contest. So I just uh, definitely noteworthy because it's a guy that we've been talking about if, when we keep mentioning if when Caleb comes back or, or all this stuff, we, we, he's still not back. And we still have not got any clarity on that situation. So for now, it's Josh Richardson, it's Duncan Rock, Robinson, and Tymee Hawkins. And all three of them seem to be playing pretty well. Yeah, Hawkins tonight, I'll go through some of the numbers. Uh, 32 minutes for Jaime tonight. It's becoming pretty common for him to play 25-plus. 11 points, six rebounds, three assists, four of 10 shooting. Did some high May things, uh, you know, some of the cutting, the defense, and all of that. And he did make one of two uh, open threes. Uh, and again, I mentioned Drew Smith, man. Like, I, you know, here's the thing: it's like we keep doing this. Uh, we keep saying we don't we don't see it with this guy. We don't see it. I still don't completely see it on the offensive end. 
Yeah. I do see it on the defensive end, though. I, I see what Spolstra is tapping into there. He trusts him defensively. And he was not mistake prone tonight on the offensive end. And, and in a game that they didn't have Kyle Lowry, uh, they needed some of that. Really only a nine, a, a sort of an eight and a quarter man rotation tonight. Kevin Love gave him 12 points uh, tonight. And it was two of seven from three, but he gave him 12 points in 14 minutes. Uh, played ahead of Thomas Bryant, who got the one stint in the first half, not the second half. He was kind of the ninth man tonight. Uh, nothing for Orlando Robinson or Jovic. Let's pivot to this quickly because I feel like this is going to be a complete podcast, Greg, um, in the next couple of days, and we've got a couple lined up. We've got some topics now because the team has gotten a little bit more interesting. Jimmy Butler tonight, 5 of 14, 1 of 3 from 3, 19 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. I mean, dealing with a personal thing that he came into, you know, San Antonio day of game, wasn't with them in Atlanta. There were a couple of bursts. There was the one, the the, the elevation for the dunk, yeah. which was emphatic. But it's like we're having to find them. You know what I mean? Like if the, and, and then defense, yeah. he, he made a big defensive play at the end of the game. We should credit him for that. He's he, Sometimes he wins games with his defense, and he forced a turnover there at the end, which was critical. But they, they're not winning because of him. No. And – knows maybe that's actually healthy i'm spinning it that way because jimmy can't just be put your cape on and win all the time uh i would say you know maybe there's moments where it looks like he is lacking the same level of aggression but then you look at the end of the box score and he has nine free throws so he can't be he's not being that unaggressive if uh if he's getting nine you know free throw attempts so Ultimately, Jimmy is just, I think, picking his spots, and he recognizes that certain guys are going. I I trust that they'll figure out how to manage that. Ultimately, yeah, you're right. There aren't those plays, um, the pick sixes that I like to see, the steals that lead to quick action. Um, some of those have happened, but not a ton. Not like we're used to seeing from Jimmy when you know he's locked in. And I just – I think that they'll come eventually. I, I don't want to make too much of it this early. If it's Christmas and we still haven't seen these pops at all, maybe then we start having the dialogue a little further. Brady, how many games do you think that he's played at a high level for him? I just said – on I, I literally just put out there, I said the Heat are tied for third in the Eastern Conference, and Jimmy Butler doesn't even care about basketball yet. Like, that's the point this team is at. So – how many games he played above average for him? I mean, none of them pop off the top of your head. I think that's why you're asking this question. Like, I'm trying to think of a, a game specifically. There's not been that one game. And I, we were talking about that before. I think that's the difference between this year and in past years with Jimmy and his play is the fact that even if it wasn't consistently, you know, he's never just carried eight for 82 games throughout a season. He was going to play that way. But he always had like a game or two where he would just kind of show you that he still has it in the tank. He shows you he still has that burst. If it's a game in Boston, if it's a game against those teams, that's not been the case this year. He's just kind of doing his thing and kind of floating. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's been the case. But there was a game. I mean, the one thing I'll give him credit for and I've been giving him credit for is even though he doesn't have those like pick sixes and everything, I feel like he's been really good defensively like in his minutes, like he's been active. He's taken most teams, best players. And I've been noting that after each game, like he, that's not something he's done a lot of, like, even though he has that competitive spirit, he takes the best player in the fourth quarters. He takes the best players in the playoffs. 
doing it at the start of a random Tuesday night regular season game has not always been his thing. So the fact that he's doing that this year, got to at least credit him for that one. But yeah, it's not been a loud Jimmy Butler season so far. And hey, that's the positive because they have Tyler Hero who's out. They have Jimmy Butler who doesn't care about basketball yet. And they're sitting in tied for third in the Eastern Conference. Well, they got seven guys in double figures tonight. That that helps, uh, you know, to score 118. Uh, you know what Jimmy reminds me of a little bit right now? He reminds me of kind of Chicago when Rose was still there, Jimmy Butler, which because uh, he was a very good on-ball defender and he would kind of opportunistically score. And that's sort of what he's been this season. I, I thought his best stretch was in the Laker game. Honestly, it feels like the LeBron thing he gets up for that, particularly when they're yeah. against each other. But I, I, I guess the question will be, and I think you hit on it, Greg, about a month from now, are we still not seeing it? Are we still seeing these kind of 19 to, you know, 17 to 21 point performances on low efficiency? I mean, he, he his efficiency, he's, he's shooting about 42% from the field this year. That's not him. I mean, that that's that's what it was after he turned the ankle last year in the playoffs, he started shooting in, in the, in the low to mid forties, he was shooting in the high fifties prior to that, which was outrageous. Nobody's expecting him to continue that, but you want him somewhere in that 48 to 51% range, somewhere around there with a lot of free throws and filling up the rest of the box score and the flashes, we haven't seen it, but again, they're six and four and they really should be seven and three because that Brooklyn game still sticks with me at this point. And they haven't had Caleb, and they have who was supposed to be their fourth most important player this season. And now they're without their third most important player uh, over the past three games. And they're three and oh, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to try to get it right for the listeners to say, I always get it wrong. Correlation is not causation. So we're not saying that they're three and oh, because Tyler is out. They've adjusted. They've done some good things. And, uh, and I thought this was a good win tonight on the second night of a back-to-back against a team with a lot of talent that needs a point guard to put it together, and eventually Popovich will get that. All right, we're going to close here with our last sponsor and our last bit of content. We're trying to build the content around the sponsors these days, so we give you something until the end of the pod, uh, the injury report. And now it's time for the official Five on the Floor Injury Report, sponsored by our friend Eric Rubenstein, the personal injury attorney. Born and raised in Lauderdale, Florida, lives in Miami, went to St. Thomas. He's a South Florida guy and a huge Miami Heat fan. But the important thing is he can help you get your money that you deserve when something happens to you. So reach out to our guy, Eric Rubenstein. Again, ericrubenstein.com or ask about me. I got you on Instagram. And now... The injury report. All right. So as we mentioned, Jimmy Butler was back tonight. So it uh, doesn't seem to be a lingering concern there. Kyle Lowry sat rest again, second night of a back-to-back. He's played a ton of minutes to start this season, much more than we thought he was going to, or I thought they wanted him to. So makes sense. Caleb Martin remains out with a knee injury, but he is on the trip still. And I, I tend to believe that he if they didn't think he was going to play soon, he wouldn't be on the trip. They don't typically bring the guys with him. They leave him back at the facility to work, especially because they've got a home game coming up on Thursday. So we'll see if maybe in Charlotte uh, he gives it a go or gets upgraded um, in some way. Jovic was healthy today, just a, a healthy scratch. And again, Kevin Love got back in the rotation here. Uh, beyond that, you know the story with Tyler Hero. So, it's mixing and matching right now. It's more mi- minutes for Hawkes. It's more minutes for Robinson. That's been a good thing. I'll say this too. The two of them continue to look good together. The majority of runs lately have come with Duncan Robinson and Jaime Hawkes both on the floor. Yep. 
But my closing thought is this. When your center is going against the number one pick of the draft, who is hyped as the next big thing, and I think he is, by the way. He needs to put on some weight, needs to get inside a little bit more, but I think Wemby's going to be terrific. And he gives you 24, 11, and 6 on 50% shooting, and we're like, hmm. He's a superstar. We'll probably no talk ceiling. about that on the podcast on Monday. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.